Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, After Buzzers. Welcome to another Shadow Hunters After Show here at After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. If you guys haven't done so already, please go on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, rate, review, subscribe. We love hearing your feedback. Your YouTube comments are pretty much genius, as are your tweets, so please keep them coming. I have a full panel with me here today. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Let us know. We can find you on Twitter. Hello, guys. My name is Dakota T. Jones, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Anything like that at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. I'm Becca, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Becca B. Talks TV. Hello, I'm Erin Lane. You can find me on the interweb and the Instagram at Always Eat Your Cake, and please do Always Eat Your Cake, and on Twitter and Snapchat at Love Erin Lane. And guys, you can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram and AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Today, we are going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 3, Dead Man's Party, and we have Becca on the live chat again, so please continue to contribute, guys. We love it. So we start off this episode where I just keep on calling them the group, which means Izzy, Alec, Jace, Clary, sometimes Simon. Mm -hmm. So all of those people, minus Simon are trying to figure out how to save Simon. And at first, they're not taking it very seriously. Clary gets pissed, says she'll go do it herself, and then, you know, Jay says, you could get killed, or Simon could get killed. And then she stops. Yeah. Apparently she's forgotten about her mom this episode. I, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like a one We heard track. nothing about... We heard nothing about yeah. the mom this time. It's all about Simon. I but feel like it goes about- like that in the show, though. It's, yeah. it's all one-track mind, whatever's happening right, right now. But yeah. I like how they keep it simple for like just concentrate on one thing yeah because the show has a lot to pay attention to that's a good point yeah pay close attention to to understand yeah i think it's kind of a given we know that clary wants to find her mom we just kind of focus on what is in the immediate near future danger danger right which is simon right and so simon well the group decides that they're not going to contact the clave 
which is what they would normally do under these circumstances, and do it on their own. And then we see Simon in the vampires. What, do, what are we going to call this place? I like to call it a lair because that seems like where they would be. It's really a it's hotel du four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that sounds way less cool than the vampires lair. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> oh no, a crypt. That's the word I was trying to think. Because when we Can you live in a crypt. I don't think you can live in a crypt. I think that's what... Do you remember the Tales of the Crypt show Uh-oh. from when we were, like, four? And yeah. it was, like, we're skeletons and... <laughs> well, but they're vampires. It looked like a crypt to me. The crypt, the lair, whatever. Simon's down there, and he's being really dumb. You know, rules of vampires... Don't try to throw a knife at a vampire. Right. I but, mean, haven't we learned our lesson from, like, the I Twilight mean, series that these people are not easy to kill? Totally. Or? You would think he had seen the movies, but I was obviously not. ridiculously <laughs> impressed by his throwing accuracy. Yeah. Like, why does he know how to do that? I don't know. I'm continuously impressed by it's Simon. It's show magic. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I think that might have... Is that going to be a thing that comes out later? Because normal people can't just pick a knife up and chuck right. it straight oh, no. to a guy. Yeah. No. I, I noticed... I was really excited, and I know someone from the live chat had just said that they really hope they see more of um, Raphael. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a very good addition to, like, we finally get to know a little bit more about him. He's not just this random vampire holding Simon over a bridge anymore. We actually kind of know who he is. But his reaction, whenever he, like, saw he'd been stabbed, he, like, pulled the knife away and he's like, man, this is my new jacket. Like, he wasn't even worried that he'd been impaled. He was just worried about the jacket. Yeah, I, I, I really liked the the vampire edition. Yeah. yeah. They were really cool and really tatted. So. Yeah sexy stuff. They did. The episode, which we'll get into. <laughs> You're like getting on my train now. I've been, I don't know what's gotten into me, but I've been talking to everybody before the show yeah. about how happy I am about all the like sensuality happening on this episode. Very steamy. It yeah. makes me feel kind of creepy, but I love it. Well, I have my feelings, which I will share with you in a little <laughs> as well. So basically we also get introduced not only to Raphael, but to Camille. Or, yes. yes super, Camille. Sexy vamp- super sexy vampire. Who yeah. probably like went out for the role of Isabel as well. Probably. They, probably yeah, I could see that. She's yeah. tall, beautiful, thin, like walks <laughs> just like Isabel does, like with such grace. And she, like, I was not expecting to see her in the show. Like, I, I really wasn't. And then all of a sudden she just comes in and, like, what was about to unfold between her and Simon, I was not ready for. Yeah, and I really liked it because, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I don't remember that being in the book at all. I'm in, I'm now, I'm powering through, I'm at the end of the third book. Mm-hmm. But that scene between the two of them was an awesome addition. I loved it. Me too. Yes. I'm, I don't know, it's, I'm really feisty today, I don't know why. <laughs> I have a question for you guys, though. So we get a quick snippet of that scene, you know, with Simon and the vampires. And then we get to Jace and Izzy and Alec in the graveyard looking for weapons. They opened Mary Mulligan's grave. I was just kind of confused about that whole situation. Do you guys have... Could you clear it up at all? I was very interested to see that because it it was just weird. Like, okay, you're going into a grave and she's like, why are we searching for this person's body? And they weren't even in the casket. They just, like, pulled out, like, all these weapons. And I'm like, that's something that is very... Very cool to see, like, they're taking something that we would think, oh, it's just a grave, and, like, stashing weapons and secrets in there. And that was really cool. It was. I wish they kind of went more in-depth about describing what the heck they were doing, though. Because yeah. they kind of briefly were like, yeah, maybe more than it's where the weapons are. And then that was it. We never yeah. really yeah. got... I feel like there's a huge time constraint on what they can... There um, is. Explain. Yeah. And uh, world building is really easy to do well in a book, in but it's right. really difficult to do well in a show. Yes. So I think the writing 
at least for me, in the third episode is getting smarter mm-hmm. than it was in maybe the first two, and I like seeing that evolution. Yeah. I agree. I also need to say something about this scene, which we were talking about earlier. I think sex is on the mind for all of us today. Oh, yeah. But um, (laughs) that scene where Jace is teaching Clary how to use the sword was just so phallic. Um, and I think I can say that it was just pretty, you know, clear. It was maybe it's just because I'm an adult and I have a dirty mind, but (laughs) I'm like, this is so dirty the way he's teaching her. Oh, no. I think that. In no matter who you are, you got that. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. there was no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Like, it was all sexual love in there. Yeah. It was. Even yeah. to the point where, you know, she, like, they, like, thrust the sword. <laughs> Can we start that right now on the live chat? The hashtag thrust. thrusting. <laughs> hashtag thrust the sword is the dirtiest oh hashtag I have pretty much Ooh. ever heard, and I like it a wow. lot. Oh, and someone, Fantasy Stats Guru, is telling us that we are very feisty. I know, it's this episode. I think this no. episode was so very flirtatious and sensual yes. that we all just watched it. So. No, and before that sword scene, I was still kind of like wanting Clary and Simon to happen more than Clary and Jace. And, and that was a big That moment. kind of made me... Team. Team. Clary and Jace. What, what's Jalary? their ship name, guys? <laughs> I just made that up, Jalary, but... Um, Hashtag Jalary. Yeah. Or Clace. Clay, I like Clay. Yeah. I do too. Like Ace, you know. Clay, so you guys chime in on the live chat and let us know what you think their ship name should yes. be. Yes. We want to come up with something really good. Yes. yes. And speaking of Jace, <laughs> there was a small scene at the beginning of the episode with him and Alec, and Alec said something so terrible to him. He said, "What are you so desperate to get laid that you would risk killing us?" Yeah, that was a big. Wow. Yeah. I was interested to see that because they are so, um, what do they call it? Parabatai. Yeah, they're, they're so, like, in sync with each other. They don't really have many problems. And you can see this is the moment where Alec is kind of, in his mind, he's thinking, like, we're not on the same page. I think that also goes to show that he may have some feelings mm-hmm. for Jace, which I thought might exist but didn't really know to the extent until this episode. And in this episode, you can see it unfold. It's very, very clear, yeah. his feelings. Yeah, we knew he was... He was kind of jealous of Clay, maybe. I think there's some stealing Alex's attention. Yeah, I I definitely think there's some layers going on there. There's both the, you know, this is a dangerous situation, they're breaking laws, they're doing things they shouldn't do, but it's also, you know, he has those feelings for Jace, it seems like. And and I also don't think that Alex really trusts. Clary completely just because of the whole Valentine thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Which is But we will get into this in the end because I would love, I really want to talk about um, what ends up happening between Alec and Clary towards the end. So we'll definitely get big into that. Next we have Izzy going to see her Sealy man whose name is, and I still can't, I'm having such a hard time. Melior. Melior. Wait, I keep wanting to say Marilyn. 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 Meliorn, who is just change the name. <laughs> a creature that is half angel. No, half the so half fairies are angel, half half demon. Right. Yeah. So they're all they're like half not naughty. Like, God, I can't. I can't think of better <laughs> words today. Yeah, half naughty, half. <laughs> I can't. Nice. Someone else take this. Demons are okay. So it's half demon, half uh, angel, whatever fairy. Yeah. They explain it. Um, or I keep anything it, that is a fairy. Um, a pixie, 
like I think they said elves or dwarves. Anything mm-hmm. like that is considered a. Um, I have it written down. See when, yeah. yeah, when I see him, I just see an elf. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They're all the ears. Of the fair folk. The ears. And yeah. one thing that we see in that scene too is that the fair folk, all of them, can't lie. Ooh, I love that. That's I, I so need cool. a Celia in my life. I, I want to. I'm tired of these people lying. I need to know. But this is the thing. Right? In they don't go into it right now. I'm sure they'll go into it later in mm-hmm. the books that I just read three of them <laughs> that aren't like the show at all. But in the books, they say that they're really tricky. Like they'll purposely deceive you and lead you down the wrong path, and they'll kind of mess with your mind. And that's how. That's kind of the the tricky side yeah. of this truth telling thing. Yeah. Yeah, he can evade, mm-hmm. and he is very interested in, now it's public knowledge that the girl, Valentine's daughter, exists and is out there, and they need to find the cup, and it just, it's kind of confusing to me that all of these factions, everyone wants the same thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so why are we fighting if everyone just wants Valentine gone and right. to not have the cup? Instead of, like, fighting against each other and, like, having all this time, they could have been... But like banding together and going after Valentine. Well, that's something I actually really like on the show because a lot of times it seems kind of surface layer and fluffy and just entertainment, but I think that they're actually kind of with this writing tackling certain social issues. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone, even all these different groups want the same outcome, but they just can't work together because they're so prejudiced. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of like a spider web going on. Like, it's very intertwined. They're not used to working together. They're used to having their two separate groups. Yeah. And I don't want to, like say this is like Twilight is but you know how like the werewolves and the vampires mm-hmm. it took them a long time to work together mm-hmm. and then after a while they're like look if we're gonna overcome we gotta like work together I feel like that's gonna happen in this show yeah absolutely and you know we kind of see that so Izzy is with her with what is wrong you know somebody just can't Melly say words Meliorn she's with him they're having sex they have a very sexy oh. steamy, steamy scene she is so beautiful um, in the books Meliorn I think it's described as, like, a little sexier. So much sexier. I was really excited for her to go see him because I was thinking he was going to be this very handsome addition, um, you know, in addition to all the other beautiful folk on this show. And he looked a little less desirable to me. What do you think, Becca? I mean, well, someone on the chat definitely agreed with you and said that earlier. But, um... I don't know. Becca wouldn't mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I, I, I wouldn't, I, I, but I'm just like, saying it wouldn't be my top choice. I don't choice. mind the casting. Do the, just, do the ears run it for you? just wouldn't be my top choice. Do the choice. ears run it for you? The ears just, like, the as I said, I just <laughs> think about an oh, I kind of like the ears. It's something else. I think it's the, the slicked back long hair yeah. thing. Greasy. The combo of that, I don't know. But basically, you know, we know that Izzy uses her sexuality to get what, to she, get wants. what she wants. But oh, yeah. I think she's underestimated a lot, you mm-hmm. know, that she's not that smart. But really, what she does in this scene is very smart. She specifically goes there to seduce him because she knows he's having a fling with the vampire Camille. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after they hook up, she talks about wanting to be monogamous. And yeah. it's it's just really funny because I don't think that is what she wants no, at all. No, no, no. But so she, then she starts asking about Camille, saying, A, how is it that you two are hooking up? You hate each other. Yeah. And B, how are you able to get in? You know, where do you do it? And he says, <laughs> sometimes uh, that hotel. What is it called? The hotel? The, the I just said it earlier. Yeah, you did. The Demore. Hotel yeah. Demore. 
And then she asks how he gets in. And she says you can't necessarily just walk through the front doors because you are not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she definitely takes advantage of the fact that he can't lie to her as much as he wants to evade. If she poses that direct question to yeah. him, he has to answer. And it's very clear, like, they their relationship is just basically, I'll give you information if you give me information if we mingle. And then we'll do this in between. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And it's even when she asks him when she first comes in, are you excited? Are you happy to see me? You know, and he's like, of course I am. Yeah. They like each other, but there's something bigger in play. Right. She's gorgeous. Yes, she absolutely (laughs) is gorgeous. And after that scene, we then go to the biker bar. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) The vampire biker bar. Specific. Vamp specific. They go. It's Jason Clary, and everyone looks like they're making out. Mm. Very, very confused at first as to why Jason wanted to take her there. Me too. It took third third watch for me to be like, ho, 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 I understand putting all these pieces together. Not like Jace couldn't have gotten a motorcycle somewhere else, but right. I don't know. So they go yeah. in and I think A, he wants to teach Clary that, look at what these creatures can do. Right. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, so he tells Clary to go and start flirting with a guy about his bike, which was hilarious. Oh no, that was fantastic. I love that scene. Well, I love too that when Jace tells her, I bet you can't resist his charm, she laughs at him like that's a ridiculous right. concept. And then he like does his little hand. Glamours her, at least that's what they call it in True Blood. He glamours her so fast and she just falls right into it. Right. I was yes. like, What are you doing? Get off the bike. Like he got really close to her neck and I'm like, She's gonna he's gonna bite her. He's no, gonna I was bite probably, her. I was probably literally going. watching that scene like And Jace was looking like, like this, he was like yeah. And I'm like, do something, please. I know. Don't. <laughs> He's just waiting. He's like, what are you, when are you going to, like, step in? Yeah. Yeah, and he finally did. And Clary, you know, was like, no, leave me alone. She just wanted to, you know, be there. But he told her to stay by the bike, which she did. And then next thing you know, he beats the vamp up and hops on the bike. And while he's beating him up, he is able to, like, grab his keys. I know. I was like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. yeah. They get on the bike and then they fly away. <laughs> I love it. I in, want one of those bikes. Yeah, well, in the in the books, the bikes are Jace's, like, prized possession. He steals one of them in, I think, the second book from a party at Magnus Baines. Mm-hmm. And then it gets stolen, and then he gets another one. And it just be every time his bike gets stolen, he's so sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Tina cool. was saying that the motorcycles run, like, it runs on demon juice. That's something I didn't really know. Ooh. Yeah, on demon oh, energy. That's very yeah, that's interesting. Something. So I yeah, guess that's the that's the reason it's able to go so fast and like. And so maybe I guess that's why they went in there to the vampire club. Yeah, and the thing about those too, they didn't touch on it yet, but because they run on demon energies and obviously because they're vampires, motorcycles, they can't run during the day. Oh, oh, nighttime only. Nighttime that's only. It's pretty cool though. Yeah, and it was a cool it? scene because Wait. it's like Jace is making himself a figure in Clary's life no matter what happens he's the first person that taught her how to use that sword a sword in general Mm, hashtag you know he's the first he takes her on this amazing experience flying on this motorcycle and her mind is blown no matter what happens between them which we know something's gonna happen he is always in forever now going to be like someone she will never forget yeah I think he wants to build that trust in this episode more than anything and teach her to protect 
to protect herself. This is something, well. yeah. I think honestly, he's probably trying to make up for the fact that she's so into saving Simon right now. I think whether <laughs> he thinks he has feelings or not, he's a little jealous of the attention that she's giving to Simon. I want to find Simon. I want to find Simon. I agree. And he finds a way to slow her down and like, look, I am going to show you. Don't do the this. sword thrusting. I can't take <laughs> or, it. Or like, look, you can't just like you can't just <sighs> go in and save Simon without knowing how to go about it. Totally yeah. agree. I also liked Clary so much more in this episode. I don't know about you guys, but she's finally seeming like she's coming into that strength that yes. I was kind of talking about in the first episode. And I actually like her better in this episode than I ever liked her in the books. So I'm so happy that that character development is happening. Me too. That's that's a really great point. I want to touch on something really quickly. It was a short scene, but I want to hear your guys' opinion. Hodge and Alec. What was that scene, and is there a reason that scene happened? It was very brief. They were in the Institute. Right. Mm -hmm. And Alec was stealing something that he wasn't supposed to be. Was Hodge flirting with him? I was very confused. That was confusing. I think... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, I was thinking, like, when I first saw that, I didn't really know what was happening, and then I watched the episode over again, and I caught that um, Hodge was definitely picking up on the fact that Alec always feels less than Jace. Mm -hmm. I think that Hodge, somewhere in his past, probably felt lesser than someone, like a brother figure or something. And so I think he's trying to tell him, look, you can be your own person, you can do your own things, and you do not have to live in someone's shadow. That plants a seed in Alec's mind, and he is having a hard time with that. I I don't know, something something weird is happening with Hodge, yeah. In my opinion, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. it's, I'm just, I keep always trying to hide things that happen in the books, but it doesn't matter because the show is different anyway. The person that Hodge felt inferior to was Valentine. That was like his best friend who always, you know, was the light of the party and he was the guy that everyone followed and Hodge was kind of this follower. Mm-hmm. And he's super resentful still and I think that he has maybe some ulterior motives going <laughs> on here. He's a little selfish and I totally agree with you. He's planting that seed in Alec to be the person that kind of steps away from all of this and looks at it from a more skeptical point of view. All, all I have to say is that Hodge is insanely creepy to me. Yeah, I, I, I want to know. I feel like he yeah. still has a dark side to him for sure. I feel like yeah. he wants to ha- like screw something up for them. And I don't know exactly what it is, but he's definitely not being completely on the good side. Oh, yeah. I don't trust yeah. Well, I actually just started the books, and mm-hmm. I'm doing, and I'm midway through the first book, and Hodge is already a very, very big character. So, we'll see what happens. Let us know what you guys think in the chat. Let's yeah. talk about Simon and Camille's sexy scenes. Oh, man. What is this? Sexy scene number five or something? Uh, <laughs> number 500? Of this episode? I'm Three, so happy. I love that Freeform's doing this. I've told you guys before that it drives me crazy in these books sometimes because there's so much buildup with all of this sexual tension and flirtation, and nothing ever happens. And I was wondering if the show was going to be like that. Mm -hmm. And not to sound creepy, but I'm so happy that it's not. I loved that scene, and I liked the way that they played it out, too. It was somehow not too scandalous. It was kind yeah. of almost weirdly romantic, even though it's not. Though she obviously no. doesn't really yeah. like him. She's just... No. And She's that's something... Seen. Yeah, that's something interesting is, like, the vampires, it's a process for them to change someone over to a vampire. Mm-hmm. It's not just, like, a one step, I, I bite you, that's it. It's like, you have to, like, do all these things, and there's steps, and it takes time, 
That's something very cool that I think is a very neat twist on vampires. Yeah. Like well, too. let's talk about that. So we, she bites him, and then he, Simon, bites oh. her. Mm-hmm. But licks her neck. But he looked uh, like then he, he did a little nibble. Mm-hmm. So, and when Jace talks, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, that is, you need to be bitten, then bite and then he said, there's more. Yeah. I mean, I love the Vampire Diaries, so I always go by their rules. You need to drink vampire blood. Yeah. Die. Get buried. No, that's no. true blood. <laughs> okay. That's that's my vampire rule. There's a yeah. lot of vampire and rules. And then once you die, you wake up with vamp blood in your system, and then you have to feed on a human, and then you're full transition. Wow. It's a process. Hmm. Yeah. So it's something not that, but similar. So yeah, Simon... And Camille are having an ins- and Simon is enjoying himself oh, because, yeah. like Jace explains it, it's as though you're high and you fall in love with whoever bit you. Yeah, right. No, Simon's lines through and reactions throughout that whole scene were just cracking me up. Oh yeah, when she asks if he's okay, and then he goes, "I'm a little lighthearted, mm-hmm. lightheaded, lightheaded." <laughs> <laughs> like, I, oh my gosh, oh, that's why him. I love Simon, and I love seeing him because he's so sweet and funny, yeah, and he was adorable. all like taking charge and fighting. Oh yeah, and I know. And I was like, whoa, all the who good is stuff. this new Simon? I know. I'm like, Simon's gonna get it. Like, he, <laughs> <laughs> no, he has so yes. many women all of a sudden, oh. and now oh. he's going to be having more. We know. Yeah. So Simon's just a player right now. Hey. So this is my thing I'm curious about. You know when she pours the Bloody Marys that are mm-hmm. obviously made of actual blood. She yeah. says, you know, secret home recipe. And yeah. they're super thick and bloody looking. But when they cut back and then they show them, they pull out wide, they show two glasses and both of them are drained down as if they had both been drank. Right. So I'm wondering whose blood is in that? Mm-hmm. And who's and if he Simon actually drank it, is it full of vampire blood? Is that how she got a bunch of it into him? I guess, I think so. Okay. But I don't know whose blood like I don't know why she would drink her own blood. Maybe hers was something else. He had it like half drank. Yeah, exactly. And you could see it wearing off though once she was on the phone and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. He was kinda of like, Oh my gosh, where am I? What am I right. doing? And you could see it was kinda of wearing off. So what's going on while that scene is happening is Alec and Izzy break into the hotel. And I love that scene because it really builds them as brother and sister. Yeah. They're a team. They are, even if they don't want to be. Yeah. You know, they have this back and forth where Izzy says, you know, I like being the distraction. Alex says he hates it. Yeah. They get in arguments all the time, but, like, at the end of the day, they know that they're good for each other and they can only... And they can help each other. Yes. Yeah. Well, one more sexual innuendo we just need to throw in <laughs> is you have fairy dust all over your dress. Oh, my gosh. I, so it took me a minute <laughs> when I first no. watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, sure, fairy dust. And then I sat and I thought about it. I'm like, where did the fairy dust come from? Like, what part of the body did the fairy dust come from? <laughs> and I'm not even going to talk about on air where I think it came from, but I'm going to go with my dirty train of thought here. Hey, guys, they put it out there for a reason. It's not like they're like, ooh, sparkles. Like, And we're right. just going to go, okay, sparkles. Yeah. And I feel like this is something that could not have been said when Freeform was still ABC Family. Yeah. You think? They took the family out of ABC, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's awesome. I love it. It is. It's really great. That was fun, and we get to see the vampires, you know, they see them, and then they slam a door, and then 
you know, the two of them get, they're like, you ready for this? You ready? They let the vampires in. Izzy has her snake thing that's around her arm Mm -hmm. that she lips. Oh, her whip. Yeah. Her whip. And Alec is a master bow and arrow. And they just take them down so fast. That, no, that scene, I was just like clapping watching it. That was very cool battle battle scene for sure. Alec, I, I didn't know he was like such a good archer, like. It's really awesome. Yeah, yeah they kind of yeah. downplay Alec in the warrior sense a little bit, yeah. and so it was great to actually see him come through with that. But he's good on the battlefield. He knows what he's doing. He's not like oh, yeah. some little guy that's yeah. like behind his brother's shadow. And I'm very glad that they did this in the show. In the books, they say Jace actually makes a comment one day that Alec has never killed a demon, which isn't to say he's never killed a downworlder, but I don't think they're going that direction here at all because he looked like he knew what he was doing out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I would love to see more of those scenes. Let us know if you guys agree. Meanwhile, then, we have Jace and Clary also breaking in to the hotel. And it's really fun and interesting to see them together, to see them working together. And after they break in, let's see. Um, oh, she uses the sword for the first time, really, and kills someone. Yes. Clary does. The sword. Isn't that the second time, though? Because she, she did accidentally, but mm-hmm. kill someone at Pandemonium. At, uh, Pandemonium. Yes. Yeah, but this was her first time really, like, I don't want to make the gesture again, but really, like, getting someone like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's becoming kind of a real shadow hunter, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And yeah. it's really cute to see Izzy and Jace be proud of her. Right. Yeah. Because they end up meeting during this battle with Jace and Clary, and the guy from the biker bar is there, and there, you know, there's that whole thing. It's really funny again, and I just love that. And I don't know why I loved the way he glamored. Or what's the word they use now? Encanto. It's Encanto. Encanto. Yeah. Okay. I wrote that down. Is that are you talking about like how like yes this hand motion? Yes. Yes, Encanto. So, the vampires now know that the Shadowhunters are in the building, Mm -hmm. and Raphael tells Camille to leave because she's too valuable. I don't really know what that means exactly, but he'll take care of Simon, a.k.a. kill him. Camille, at least, um, so every, there's kind of pods of vampires, and everyone has a leader, and she's the leader of their particular pod. Okay. Okay, so I guess that's why she's so valuable. So she leaves, and Raphael has Simon, and he has a knife to his neck. Then everyone else, Clary, Jace, Alec, Izzy, they all enter. They see Simon, and Raphael does something really interesting. You know, he's like, get out, go. And he follows them with a knife to Simon's neck, and then he says, you need to leave for him or else I'll kill him right here. I'll kill all of you. And then he just lets Simon go. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? And I just want to say that they are, I like how you, like, said something about group at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, you like their group, their squad goals. Ah, definitely <laughs> all the way. Hashtag squad goals. Thank you, Taylor Swift. Yeah, basically. It was, so. That was very interesting, though. I was wondering, why. what is he going to do? Why is he leading them out this doorway? I thought they mm-hmm. were just going to keep Simon. It's showing that uh, Raphael is definitely going against what Camille wants. Yeah. And there's going to be some tension between them once she finds out that he potentially let Simon go. Yeah. But I think Raphael is trying to make amends with what Camille has already damaged with the relationships between the Shadowhunters and the vampires. I think that it's like, I know Jace said in the beginning of the episodes or the episode that uh, the vamps broke the accord and that's a big no-no. By taking a human. Right. So I think Raphael's definitely trying to backtrack and be like, here he is. You know, he's fine. Sorry about it. Let's forget about it. I also (laughs) think that he sees this greater danger in Valentine. Um, He is kind of on the train of why don't we all work together somehow 
That's why he says at the end, remember who your friends are. Yeah. Yes. Because that was very interesting. I think he's seeing that his best chance of having, you know, keeping Valentine from having the cup is to actually work with Jace and Clary and be a little more on their side. Mm-hmm. It was very smart for him to say to Jace, you know, remember who your friends are. And then I'm like, well, are you our friends? Now, I feel like I'm part of the group. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm part of the squad. They get out, and I just thought it was a really funny tidbit. You know, they're just chilling on the roof, kind of like taking a breath, and Simon's like, come on, we gotta go. And Jace says something like, I thought you watched these movies. Like, they can't go with pride. Yeah. And it's apparently not. I thought about the same thing though. I was like, oh, oh, I guess they're right. But if they don't have daylight rings or whatever it is that, you know, these vampires really can't go in the sun. So they can chill out and have a party on top of the roof and they can't do anything. Mm -hmm. I also want to point out, I think it got light outside really fast. Yeah. I mean, they had mentioned, hey, it's going to be light outside soon. And when they went into the hotel, but yeah, when they came out, it was like midday, like I was like, two whoa, in the okay, yeah. type of lighting happening. I wasn't expecting that. Maybe yeah. like a sunrise. It definitely but, yeah. wasn't dawn lighting. Yeah, at all. yeah, it was like midday. Yeah, but you know, hey, you gotta shoot when you gotta shoot. TV show, gotta do what you gotta do. And you know, they're all out there, and immediately Clary runs to Simon, and it sounds like she's gonna be like, "I love you." I just realized after losing you, like I love you, and that's what Simon thinks she's saying at first, but it's not. It's just like you're my best friend, and I need you basically because I have nobody else. And that catches Jace's attention as well. Yes, the whole yeah Yeah. interaction going on. Mistake of. Poor Simon kissing his cheek. That's just Aww. gonna. He's already had enough action for one day. Like he's give him a rest. Hopelessly you know, in love. Don't lead him on. I know she's not trying to, but that interaction right there, I was like, oh no, he's gonna take out the wrong. Yeah, way. definitely. And it's, it's clear that she really is genuinely oblivious to this. It's yeah. not she malicious. She really cares for him as a friend. Yeah. 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 Well, she compared him earlier in the episode to being a parabatai. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. said, "You and Alec are parabatai, so now you understand me and Simon." Yeah. So and Jace took thick. that moment like, oh wow, I didn't think of it like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And meanwhile, Jace is having another conversation with Alec in which Alec, again, is saying how much he doesn't like Clary, doesn't trust her, and Jace, like, yells Mm -hmm. at him. And he said, you know, I don't care if you don't trust her. That's fine, as long as you trust me. But why did you save her today? Because Alec saved her when they were with the vampires earlier, uh, with the bow and arrow. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good point, because he... Clary could have died, and because of Alex, she didn't. Yeah, yeah, his problem could have been solved, but he's just not, and he's just not that kind of person. I don't think either. He's and he cares in the same way that Jace cares about Simon because Clary cares about Simon. Exactly. Alex cares about Clary because Jace cares about Clary. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone just said um, hashtag friend zone, and I put hashtag friend zone is my life. <laughs> and then. Uh, Tina said that he is her Jacob, and I like that Twilight reference. Yes. Yeah. I think about that. Definitely, all the time. though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then we end with a love triangle, you know, because Clary hears Jace yell at Alec, and then he's looking down and kind of seeing Clary and Simon embrace. Yes. And it's like, ooh, what do I do? Again. Yeah. And then we end the episode. So before we get into predictions, we have updated our love octagon a little bit. And also, real quickly, I want to say um, there's a lot of people watching internationally. Yeah, thank Yay. you guys so much for watching. A bunch of different yeah. countries, continents. And thank Peru. you all so much for watching. Yeah, Peru, Greece. Uh, there was awesome. like Estonia or something. Wow. I don't know where that is. Badass. Thank you guys so much for um, watching, yeah. 
But yeah, thank you all so much for watching and tuning in. Yeah. So yeah. we have this love octagon. However, we created a separate love triangle because we are unsure of the other three parts of the octagon. Mm-hmm. But so this love triangle on the side is just for fun. I think we'll end up moving it into the octagon with other people. But you know, we have Jocelyn, Luke, and Valentine. But here again, of course, we have Clary and Jace. Jace is connected to Alec, and then Magnus, who is going to be coming back soon. Hopefully. Yeah, we've seen some cool previews with him and Alec. Love him. He's my favorite character, and I'm very happy to have him on this octagon. Oh, yeah. And then I think we're going to kill Maureen. Aw. Maureen's going to die, and we're going to (laughs) replace Maureen with... Next week with... with Sexy Vampires. The Vampires. Camille, right? Yes. Yes, we're going to... Yeah. So, rest in peace. She's not dead, but, like... She's not actually dead, just to clarify. She's just not going to be on our board, because I I don't think she's going to be a big part of the story. I don't think so, either. I think she's dead to the shipping. I think she's... Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about this this werewolf character people have been talking about? Maya? Maya. She'll definitely, definitely be in the show. There's no way they could leave her out. She's a really important part of the books. Mm -hmm. She doesn't come in until later, but they're introducing people so quickly. Right. She'll be here soon. I have a a feeling... It's going to be a, a werewolf? She's a werewolf girl Ooh. who has an interest in Simon, but there there's a twist that comes in there that makes their relationship very difficult. Okay. Interesting. For being the nerdy friend, he's definitely getting a lot of love interests. Oh, yeah. Oh. Simon. He's, getting, he's yeah. getting the most love interest out of everyone on the yeah. show right now. And something I forgot to mention briefly at the end is a very quick moment. We see Simon looking at Clary's neck, her veins, mm-hmm. as they're pulsing. Yeah. And so is Simon going through transition to be a vampire? Even if we've Ooh. read the books, we don't know. They could co- totally be taking Yeah, this they could change it. In a yeah. different direction, because it looked like he was thirsting. That was yeah. my prediction, was that Simon would join the, the, the Night Children. The I still think Not the band. Not the band. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. He is in a band. I do think, I still think Simon's going to become one of the Night Children. I think that that is, at least where I am in the books, is such a key part of everything. It's yeah. very integral to what happens so, and he becomes a kind of a special vampire, too. So, I really hope that happens in here. Cool. And before we get into predictions, we want to start something really fun to do every week. Yes. Use the hashtag ABTV Steamy Scene and tell us what your favorite steamy scene was. What is your favorite? There are a lot. Just real quick, let's go through. Which scene was your favorite steamy scene? Simon and Camille. Okay. I like the sword thrusting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say the sword thrusting as well. We have I, definitely. I have to say, definitely between Camille and Simon. I think that was just very interesting. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, me too. Well, let us know what you guys think. And on that note, let's get into predictions. predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All right. Who wants to start us off? You, Dakota. You do. Okay, I've been waiting <laughs> because for you this. asked. Okay, so we have someone from the uh, from our comments from last week's episode. I thought this was very cool. I didn't ever think of this. I don't know if it's actually going to happen or not. But uh, Joseph Weston, who is one of our viewers, told us, "I think that the pendant around Clary's neck is the the cup that they're looking for. Maybe her mom put it in pendant form." Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Do you think that's a possibility, or is that just me? It totally depends on how closely they want to follow the books. If they want to go a totally different direction, then absolutely. If they want to stay a little more true, then I think we got a hint in the very first episode in that one scene with Dot. The card. Yeah, the card. Yes, that's what I saw. I'm I'm there so far that it is in the card. That's where the cup is. Oh, like it's it's tracked into the tarot card? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. That's, that's what I read on Twitter, actually. I think this would episode. be a cool way to go with it, though. It would. Because it would be around her neck the whole time. They're changing That'd be lot. interesting. So there's, you know, there's really no time. Oh, I like that they're, they're changing it. Yeah. It's, I do, too. Very, very cool. Any uh, other predictions? Ooh. Do you want to go first, Erin? Yeah. Um, this is kind of less of a prediction of what's, you know, really going to happen in the next episode and more that, so I'm in the third book right now, and part of what drives me crazy that probably everybody knows, you can just Google it and find out, is that it ends up that Clary and Jace think they're brother and sister. Oh and gosh. it's a weird storyline, and I think that the show is going to create something totally different with yeah. it and completely circumvent that and... I'm not sure what that is. This is a terrible prediction, but I think that we're going to go a totally different direction and we won't have to worry about the awkward brother-sister relationship. All right. Except for, uh, well, ABC Family, which is not Freeform in the past, has been known for that and other shows. Kind of. Foster. Really? Fosters. Yeah, but those are really, really... They think they full yeah. on in the book think that they're blood related uh, they're yeah, not yeah, yeah. but I mean, they think they also, are also like with I like with Pretty Little Liars with Charlotte and um, Jason oh Jason <laughs> I think that they have some weird thing going on with brother and sister okay so maybe I'm channel. wrong and maybe we will channel. go down this road <laughs> I think it's gonna happen maybe yeah no I, I think that I there's it. a possibility I too. but it's like not everyone's related, but, but it'd be nice. Shows, it's like, oh, you're so and so's sister and great aunt Bertha. In the yeah. show, or in the books, poor Clary makes out with two people she thinks are her brother. One is, one's not. Oh. But oh, she Lord. has her mouth on all sorts of other figures. Oh my gosh. Oh dear. I think it's just insane that these TV characters get into relationships so quickly. I'm like, yeah, okay, they get in, how? They get out. Yeah. Like. I- what book are you reading yeah. like to help you out with I think relationships? One, one more prediction that I have. I think that in the next episode, we are going to see Alec finally admitting to Jace maybe the feelings that he has. I feel like that's definitely Ooh. coming up. We see the tension in the very last scene of what's happening whenever Jace is looking at Clary and Simon's uh, interaction. You can see he gets mad. He kind of snaps and says something to Jace, and you know, it ends on them yelling at each other. I think it's finally going to boil over, and they're finally going to have to talk about the situation before them. I hope so. I hope you're right. I think that it would be really good for Alec. Yeah, I could see maybe a parallel conversation happening between Alec and Jace, and then Clary and Simon, mm-hmm. and kind of having to break both of their hearts for Jace and Clary to come together. I think that Simon's just gonna become a pimp. Like, he's already a vamp pimp. He's gonna, I think Simon is not going to stay human for long. I totally agree. Because I know in the books he was made a, turned into a mouse or something, right? (laughs) He, I mean, he was only temporarily a rat. Okay, a rat. (laughs) But only for 24 hours, he's fine. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna stay human for long. I think that Clary and Jace were saying it at episode five, gotta see a kiss. It's gotta um, happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's bound it's, to happen. That's what I'm hoping. And uh, we don't, we can't tell you exactly who yet, but we will be having a very special guest yes. on next week on our after show. It might even be two, so we will keep you posted. And we might have a special afterwards. Next week is going to be very, very exciting, yes. regardless. So please yes. tune in, ask us questions, hopefully. and keep up with us on Twitter, and we'll tell you. Yes, yeah. and don't forget to use the hashtag AB. TV, uh, Steamiest, Steamy, and yeah, Steamiest. Yeah. ABTV, Steamiest. Tell us your Steamiest scenes. And where can everyone find you guys on the interweb? You can find me everywhere at Mr. Dakota <laughs> T. Jones. 
can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Becca B Talks TV. You can find me on Instagram and the interweb at Always Eat Your Cake and on Twitter and Snapchat at Love Erin Lane. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, on Snapchat at samdavidson25, and on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. We will see you guys next week. Adios. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 